So, Spider-Man. He got bit by a radioactive spider. Ant-Man got uh, bit by a radioactive ant. Nope. Hulk nope. had sexual relations with a radioactive nuclear core. The, it's all connected. Question to you. What animal do you think would translate to a dope set of powers? Are you veiling what animal would you commit bestiality with? Is this a, no. is this a trap? No, no, I meant like like if it bit you and you got powers, what do you think would make dope powers? What would make dope powers? Yeah, because I feel like the first thing would be to assume like a predatory animal. Like for, I guess I feel like one someone would assume like, oh, dude, if a shark, I'd be shark man. I'd be like, no, but see, the thing about sharks is the power you would probably get isn't uh, my my jaw strength is better because that's useless. You just chew French fries faster. Uh, you would be able to smell a drop of blood within a Olympic sized pool. And I don't know about anybody else, but I don't like to smell of blood. So oh, that would that suck. Would suck dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you're just going around, because you could also think wolf. Yeah. But I don't want to hear, I don't know, I already don't like it when my neighbors play their music too loud. Do you think I want to be able to hear everything <laughs> within a 70 mile radius? That is And true. smell everything around me? Oh, God. Hell no. I'm thinking, hmm. I'm thinking. I'm trying to think of something with like a good amount of strength. A salamander. Ooh. For the regeneration thing? Or? No, because I'd be stupid and die easily. <laughs> You know, it's like because animals are just better than us in general, I feel in some of those things. I think things smell worse than we know because humans don't have very good smell. Oh, that's true. So I don't want any animal that can smell better than me. Yeah, that's that's immediately out. Because if you just turn on smell one day. Yeah. If you can't smell very good because you're a human and the next day you can smell really good. You're probably vomiting seven times a day. Shit. Yeah. From smell, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I, like an axolotl. I'll just run into things a lot. Ooh, a nautilus. What the fuck is that? A nautilus? Yeah. Have you seen their shells? They're, they're mollusks in a shell. Nautilus are hilarious because they've, they've been the same type of animal for millions of years. <laughs> okay. They're an animal in a shell. Yeah. But they use their tentacle things. I, they might not be a mollusk, but they use their little tentacle things in the back to launch themselves. Okay. That but this is the problem. They can't see where they're going. <laughs> so they just they use that to launch their shell in a direction and just have to hope. Damn. That'd be kind of funny. <laughs> right? You just like if I got you're just walking backwards into everything. <laughs> yeah. What happened to you? Bit by radioactive nautilus. That's all I got. <laughs> it's- this is who I am. That's a that's a party starter. Yeah, that that's a party starter. <laughs> yeah, where you're just running into people. You have to be pretty outgoing. <laughs> yeah, dude, you're gonna be talking to people a lot all the time, dude. <laughs> it's like what the fuck, bro. You're like Nautilus. I can't do. Don't, and then and you get short to the, the <laughs> Nautilus. Nautilus. <laughs> yeah, because then you have to explain the Nautilus. So yeah, you're talking to a group of people. Yeah, some lady thinks you're mysterious and interesting. Then she tries to go on a date with you, and it's awful because you're yeah. just phew, imagine the movie theater <laughs> backwards up the steps. God, yeah. No, that'd be kind of funny. 
That'd be terrible. I guess. I'm sorry. Your question was what would be coolest, and I just went straight to. No, that was hilarious. I want to die quick or it'd be funny. (laughs) Damn. Ooh, there's a jellyfish deep in the ocean that regenerates. Ooh. Yeah, and not that it stays alive forever. Mm -hmm. It's just it's it ages to a point that it uses its cells to regenerate almost a baby version of itself. Fuck. So you could just one more get phoenixes. Yeah, you could just let's go again. Uh, Damn. You just DJ Khaled another one. (laughs) This one didn't work out. Another one. one. (laughs) Yeah, but you're part jellyfish. So you're like you're like the governor in the X Men movie. Oh, but he ended up going all the way. Yeah, dude. Never you're go like, full jelly. Yeah, fish. yeah. He, he he's he went full jelly. Just like you're you're him while on the beach. You're not full jellied yet. Ew, okay, okay. But you're like walking around and you're sloshing a bit, and people are looking at you like, oh, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. And you can discreetly give people a little shocker. Yeah. You walk up, somebody somebody stares at you the wrong way. I was gonna say, is the is the jellyfish deadly or? Is it? No, there's not many jellyfish that are deadly. The box jellyfish, for sure. Oh, okay. But Is that the one that uh, Steve-O put on himself? I don't know, but I hope he didn't. There was a, there was a, they're fucking huge. No, box okay. jellyfish are very small. Oh, okay, never mind then. Yeah, there was one, I remember Steve-O like went out there and they do give nasty stings. And Steve-O just tossed it on his stomach, I mean on his chest, and then I think one of his buddies tossed it on his back. And he was done yeah. fucked up. That's kind of that's one that's kind of messed up to the jellyfish. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, but jellyfish is panicking. He would have had to have medical on standby because oh, you yeah. can. It's one of the deadliest animals on earth. A box jellyfish. You can just die. Fuck, yeah. little dude. If you get stung by it, you could within a couple hours, I believe, just be dead. Fuck. Is it painful all the way, or is it just kind of like a, you know you're not sure what happened? I don't remember. I know I'm quizzing you on box jellyfish. It's probably it's probably pretty painful. I think the uh, lung failure and cardiac arrest is the most painful part. Though. Ah, uh, okay. When you get back to the beach and you can't breathe. Yep. Is that probably oh, sucks shit, quite a dude. bit if you make it back to the yeah that's <laughs> if you make it back to the beach. <laughs> Yeah, fuck. There was a dude in Australia, because they're around Australia, obviously. And Naturally. <laughs> this dude, he was parched on the beach. This is anecdotal. I saw it on, on a TV show Kay. about box jellyfish. They were studying box jellyfish tentacles, little stinger deals. And this dude, parched, I think he was he was working as a lifeguard there. He opens up a fridge in one of the, one of the little lifeguard... Boxes. Thing of water. Sucks it down. What he didn't know was they, since they were studying the box jellyfish stingers, they took a, they got a bunch of box jellyfish, they took a water bottle, filled it with, with water, and then dumped a bunch of box jellyfish stingers in there. Are you fucking for later. kidding me? So this dude chugs a thing, and it just, this he just swallows a bunch of, st- of the box jellyfish stingers. He survived. Shut the fuck! No, he survived, way. but it was those things weren't on the gel. I don't think they were on the jellyfish anymore, oh. so they weren't doing their job. Oh, okay, uh, they it still messed him up. I'm sure, but they were very diluted uh, in that water. Damn. Yeah. Damn. 
a little box jellyfish. It's like the little things. They're always like the most terrifying. I remember some like early memes. This is like back in the day. And uh, one of the, one of them was like spiders. God's way of telling you you're still his bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I really think all, I don't think I could beat almost any animal. Right? Yeah. There's small stuff. Sure. I could beat the shit out of a spider. I have boots on. But the only reason humans can do that is because of our frontal prefrontal cortex, our intelligence, and we've created things to do it. Yeah. If I was just walking through the forest, when I find out I was fighting a spider, it has already beat me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm not beating a wolf. Nope. I'm getting obliterated by a big cat. Yeah. Bear, done. Oh, I learned this, I think it was uh, Game Grumps, uh, that a bear is more related to a dog than a raccoon. It's a it's closer to the dog family. A bear is more related to a dog than a raccoon is related to a dog? No. Or more related to a dog than it is related to a raccoon? Than it is related to a raccoon. They thought it was in the raccoon family for a bit. But they thought, I feel like that would be the other way around. I'd be like, the raccoon probably in a bear family. <laughs> I don't know if I'd look at a bear and say, that's probably a raccoon. <laughs> that's probably just a big-ass raccoon. <laughs> it makes sense. It makes sense because evolutionarily, because so don't know if that's a word. Evolutionarily, I'd look at their hands. Bears? Yeah. Little paws? Bears have paws that would be much more akin to a canine. Mm. And raccoons have fingers and a thumb. It's true. So, I bet raccoons are closer to us yeah. than they are to bears. Wiggly little sons of bitches. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think that's true. But <laughs> but I think stuff like that, I think you can look at some defining characteristics. Yeah. I think I've talked about this before, but everything becomes a crab in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a way, that's a weird way to... <laughs> dude, that's a weird way to say it. Dude, I fucking... I, like, so, recently... Uh, I've just discovered how how joyous I get looking at crabs. I fucking love crabs. Real life crabs yeah. or crabs that are digitally digitally made. W- digitally made. Well, they have the crabs oh, the losing do, their do, minds. Do, 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 to do, do, the music. Yeah, no, no, no. Like that, that's funny. No, but like real life crabs. Oh. I don't know why. Like they're just like what they do. How they just mindlessly move around. How they like get excited for food. It's just so funny to me. And like their little eyes when they pop up. It's just the funniest shit. Like, they're so innocent looking to me. But yet, I don't know. They're just, uh, it's running in some directions. Sometimes. There was one, this little video. I, Sideways, too. Yeah. There was one video that, like, I watched it at nauseum just so many times. Was this, I forget, I think it was like a, this lady opened up a can of something. Not whoop-ass. But she opened up a can. And <laughs> it was like, it was just a food and then, like, the camera is looking over, and you see this little, this little, this little dock, this little speck of something, hauling ass down the beach. And then it just, like, pops a fucking, like, a Yui or a sharp turn, like, a, a few steps ahead, and just, like, turns and just looks dead at them. His little, like, his little eyes pop up, looking at him. And I think it was called, I think the video's like, the fuck you looking at? But just how the crab just dead stop and just looks dead at her because she popped open some food. I don't know if I could have contained myself if I was just still on the beach and a crab just hauling ass stops looking at me and I'm I'm just laughing. That's the funniest thing. That'd be so awesome. Yeah, a little dude just like running like. (laughs) Yeah, 
Crabs are so weird. They are. They're so they weird. They also just eat their fucking kids. A lot of, I think a lot, yeah. Yeah, that's also true. That's not just a crab thing. I feel like I think moms in nature are just like, nah, I'll it, make more. It's cute to me when crabs, and this is such a weird thing, when they just, they just sit there. And it's kind of this the similar thing to flies. You know how flies will just rub their eyes and do stuff to their legs from it? Yeah. It's like they're cleaning themselves. Crabs are almost cleaning the beach. They just sit there and they, they're, they're big pincer deals. They just pick up sand and start hucking it back. They're, just, <laughs> they're sucking it down. It's like they love sand. <laughs> A beach is actually the greatest thing for them. <laughs> yeah. It's like us just... On a thing of fruity pebbles. <laughs> Just we live on something that we love to suck down. Yeah, dude. Little fuckers. Yeah, little crabs. Uh, that being said, uh, I don't really have a segue for this. So we're going to be watching Reborn to Master the Blade. I believe there's more to this title. but There that's, was a subtitle, but... Yeah, I don't know if that's entirely important. It's very long. So yeah, you get the premise there. Reborn to Master the Blade. We've already run into a bit of a snag when it comes to. Oh, are you talking about the cover photo? Yeah, it's a little rough. The is the main character is holding a rapier, and yeah. or what appears to be a rapier. Yeah, the blade's a little wild. So I'm hoping wise. that was just the cover art, and hopefully, like while they're animating, the animators were like, "No, nah, we're gonna we're gonna really crack down on on sword laws here." Not laws, just like to if you're gonna be a great if you're gonna be great. Yeah. At fighting with a rapier. The picture they had on the front, they weren't even holding it very well. And by very well, I mean, it's hard to draw things. But a very big thing is you put your finger over the quion into the ricasso. There's a reason why there is a ricasso there. It's to help you with your grip. And they did not do that. They were... They were arming sword white knuckle in the freaking thing. It makes... (laughs) It's going to make lunges so... Well... It's going to make being on point so difficult. And uh, if the, if the show is literally about mastering it, we're we're going to see we're going to we're going in here with a cautious eye. Yeah, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. Uh, I also I'm not the the end all be all understander and knower of rapier combat. Just I just I hope it looks good. Let's see. I see, what, I see what we're doing here. Uh, I see the show we're watching here. Just a quick zoom in on boobs to then go up to the face. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's see what we're doing here. Dog ears. Jeet. Jesus. How did they not know the dragon was coming up on him? <laughs> How do you let a dragon sneak up on you guys? It's huge. <laughs> I feel bad. It's a really traumatic scene. <laughs> it's huge, bro. Oh, let's go, dude, Dude, baby. Baby baby. Baby on deck. (laughs) This baby's powerful as fuck. Aether strike? 
Raphael's too pure. Too early in the show, he's gonna lose. Damn it. He's also already lost. He was eight against <laughs> a dragon! <laughs> this man <laughs> yeah, is dude. so proud of his daughter. He's like, holy shit, dude. Like, my, my daughter is the best swordsman. <laughs> English dog. <laughs> I love the knights in the back. They're losing it, dude. They're like, dude. Our commander's eight-year-old daughter is the greatest swordsman. Imagine him. Yeah. Holy cow! <laughs> oh. It was her fault. Oh, it was her It wasn't even dad's Ooh. fault about the vase. That wasn't even blackmail. Oh, my God, dude. You little trickster. <laughs> wow. You little brat. Um, and what are you going to do? Yeah, she's, dude. She's five or six years old. Yeah. And adorable. Yeah, and the greatest swordsman in the whole freaking place. <laughs> and just you, you were you were taking a hard hit, right? Your men are all getting their ass beat by this kid in the middle of this training, and you're like, oh, "This is gonna be hard. this is gonna be real hard to bring back attitudes after this." And then your prodigy, yeah, prodigy comes in, gets his shit rocked, runs well, actually, into a wall. Yeah, d- literally runs into a wall. I'd be like, "God damn it! This is I'm, I might have to resign. This is pretty rough." And then my eight-year-old daughter, just like Dad, I got six, this. Sorry, six. Five yeah. or six. Yeah, five or six is like Dad, I got this. And you're just like, no, don't, don't, don't you dare. Yeah, <laughs> and now you play it off too. You're like, no, 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 daughter, don't do it. And they're like, yeah, don't let her do it. Yeah. No, don't do it. And then she wins, and it's like, I really didn't want her to beat his ass. Yeah, <laughs> I knew what she could do. All right, <laughs> that's why I was saying no. Takes after her old man. I taught her too many things. Yeah, yeah. Just it's all she's been doing forever. Uh, sometimes I wonder if she's the reason that dragon didn't kill everybody. <laughs> you know that you know that dead silent dragon that ran up against the yeah, ran into the, the palace. Yeah, the uh, the stealth dragon. I yeah. like to call it. Yeah, I like to call it. Yeah, did she? Uh, that was a pretty cool sword fight. That la- that last little bit it was a lot of, a lot of fin- like dodging and weaving and stuff. And his uh, the dude's roll after you know he'd miss a swing and then a roll it was not bad. I liked it. I really thought. I'm not going to lie, the intro scared me. I was like, oh, God. Their run was kind of stiff and weird. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, maybe the fights are going to be like, they just, there's this thing that when when animes don't really go hard on, like, the positioning or the or too much on the, on the uh, not stature of a fight, but the posing of a fight. If they don't really go hard on that and they kind of just keep the character stiff, they they almost rely on hearsay like i feel like some animes are just we're the they're the most powerful because we said like they're really powerful oh yeah just if i was to not hear any of the narrative you've given me and just take a pause of this character do they 
they're about to do their big epic move. Do they look it at all? Do they? Does this look like there's going to be any form of power or confidence here? And it kind of looks like a person just awkwardly standing with a sword. I was kind of worried it was coming to that, but from what I saw, it was pretty nice. It wasn't. It wasn't crazy, but it wasn't. It wasn't anything it was, that I was like. Ugh. It was very. It was very much. And this is a thing that you do, especially early on. In say you're watching an action movie. Yeah. Early on, you kind of some of the fights and stuff will train the audience's eye. Uh, so it's not going to be as crazy, but you'll show threat, and then you show defense, and then you show the fact that the defense negated the threat. Or you like, show threat, oh, you show something. Oh, okay. Uh, or you just have a wide, and the person attacking will... Stage fighting is very different, because mm. you don't want somebody to know exactly when you're punching and where you're punching. Yeah. But in stage, you show that you're going to punch, because you want the audience to feel the suspense that a punch is coming. Right? Yeah. So this was uh, a very static, especially when it was her against the the green-haired guy. It was static. It would show his present presenting an attack, mm-hmm. and it would show that she understood what the attack was and got into a good blocking position. There was a dope hanging parry that she had, and the hanging parry led to him. He went down. He put too much power down into it. Hanging parry went up, glanced off the sword, which led into a roll, which is a pretty cool... Oh, okay. Thing for him to lose balance because he got so annoyed that this little girl's beating him. She's <laughs> shorter than him. Yeah. He's going for an overhead. And if she glances that off with a hanging parry off to the side, because it was kind of arming sword, well, it definitely wasn't rapier. They weren't doing on yeah. point. They weren't doing any of that. Yeah, yeah. So he just went too far into it, glanced off to the side, so he still has momentum going forward, has to roll out behind, now understands that she can present an attack. Mm. <coughs> so if anything... Uh, to show that she's miles beyond him. She doesn't have to do crazy stuff. And she wanted to show, to, to put on a show of him being way worse because of what he was doing to everybody else. Yes, absolutely. So it was very, I'm going to stand right here. <laughs> I'm going to close my eyes, and you're going to keep attacking. Yeah. And we see him, he's going to come in with a thrust. And then we see her put the sword up, know that she's going to thrust away or sure that she's going to parry the thrust mm. we see him going for a slash it shows her position change a little bit still in the same spot and it shows how she's going to deal with it mm. so maybe yeah like you could say it was pretty slow of a fight okay yeah and it kind of was it yeah was agreed it was present attack block attack mm-hmm. present attack block attack but there's the the other side of it that the born movies kind of created people get very in close they move the camera a ton and then they cut fast all the time during action scenes ah. so you never know what's happening you're <laughs> yeah. just like bunch of stuff's moving action let's go yeah uh, did they do this no I, I like it i would love it to be slower oh yeah to an extent i would love to see an you attack know, present itself and then that be dealt with i feel like uh anime is usually a lot about, or animated fights are usually a lot about, um, yeah, like the show don't tell or the power behind a move. Or I, I feel like I don't really see too many, at least in the 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 shows that I watch, I don't see too much form. But one that stands out to me is uh, like DC movies. Uh, if if, you're, if anyone's ever seen like the animated DC movies, uh, I feel like their fights always feel. 
like there's movement or weight behind each move. Uh, I don't. It, it's re, it's surging around right now. Apparently, there was a Wonder Woman versus Wonder Woman fight. And like she was like from another universe or something. I don't remember, but they're they're duking it out and they're wrestling or whatever. And there was this. It didn't zoom in. It wasn't super close, and it wasn't like this impacted shaky camera. It was just this like steady shot of like um, Wonder Woman. She like one of them came at them. It was just like a uh, uh, a punch, miss, grab hand, grapple, put elbow to elbow, swing the arm down, roll on top of the other one. Use your body weight to flip them over and leg lock them. And then, like, put her leg right on her, like, right between her shoulder blades. Like, are you done? It was this smooth, really nice thing. And it, it, it was so crisp. And, it, yeah, it could have been epic and explosive. They've, they've done that in the other fights. But I think uh, it's always fun when you see that they choose certain um, way, uh, ways of showing power in a fight. Yeah, yeah, that fight could have probably been given the same way if one of the Wonder Woman like cracked her through the ground, but instead they showed technique and stability as power. Yeah, I, don't, I to I I think that that's probably the best way for them to have gone forward with this same superhero fighting themselves. Hmm. Wonder Woman fighting Wonder Woman. You can't just show the strength of what they both have it. So <laughs> I have, yeah, who cares? Yeah. They both have this strength that's way beyond what we can have. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they just show her technical prowess against herself. Because mm. she probably knows that's me. I'm not just going to beat myself to a pulp. Yeah. I know she can take it. That's true. So the only only path forward is in this moment, one of us has to win through our knowledge of combat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was... Uh I think looking at fights that have, uh, I'm trying to think of uh, other fights that are a little bit calmer instead of uh, show don't tell. Because then I would say a really big show don't tell is uh, what's the my hero. They're a lot about wind up, talk about it for a bit, and give the biggest up utmost. But that would be show and tell. Yeah. Wind up, talk about. Oh it for yeah, a sorry, bit. Show, not telling. show don't tell. Sorry, it's show and tell. Yes, it's 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 all like Midoriya or or. All might smash and stuff. It's, it's always just this massive, a huge wind up, and now we have inside the head. This is why this is going to work. It does this, and they're weak to this, and because of that, this is going to happen here. And then the radioactive waste that's underneath the ground will pop up because I did the. Yep. <laughs> so it has all of it. Yeah. <coughs> I think it's one of the reasons why people were so excited when John Wick came out, because every movie was being the Bourne series. For a ah, while, okay. Every yeah. movie was shaky cam. You don't really know what's happening. We're showing that everything is crazy. And I love the Bourne movies, by the way, and I think they did some phenomenal stuff with their CQC fighting. But when everyone else is also trying to do that, but they also don't care very much about making sure that the fighting is good. Yeah. Now it's just a jumble of movement in front of you with quick cuts that let it that don't let us see what kind of power is going into a hit. It's just. They hit okay. Did, did the ribs break or did they barely get whatever? Yeah, and it's then, like it's like a Transformers fight, but in real life. Yeah, but that even feels like it has more weight. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, uh, but then John Wick came out, and though stuff is not true to life, I don't think it needs to be. Mm. Uh, they were doing longer shots where you would have Wick Keanu Reeves 
in one continuous shot, he would take his gun out, he'd kill a few guys, and then he would be having to reload properly while fighting somebody hand-to-hand, and then the next guy's coming in, and he's not waiting for him to finish this fight to then fight. He's going for the attack. He has to deal with this guy with one side while he's dealing with the other guy. Yeah. And it lets you see the whole fight instead of punching on his fist, hitting the guy. Now pull out to to show that this other guy has a bottle in his hand. Now punch into his face, seeing that the guy has a bottle in his hand. Yeah. No, if you just wide up a little bit Mm -hmm. and take the time to choreograph the fight, then the guy's going to... Pull up the bottle in the background while we see him look up with an exaggerated head movement. Mm-hmm. So now he clocks that there's a bottle there. So he's going to have to deal with that guy differently. Like that, so well choreographed and it can't be hidden by a bunch of quick cuts to different things. Yeah. It's, uh, that reminds me of the, which uh, probably is still one of my favorite scenes in a TV show that I, I looked forward to every season was Daredevil. It was, and now I think you showed me what. Oh boy! Yeah, what it came from. That was fucking amazing to watch. See, like where where the heart of it came from. Yeah. That's what. Yeah, that scene. The hallway of, scene. Yeah, of him just looking at like just a whole crew, and you're the viewer. You're like, no way. And then you're thinking, you're like, oh, the only way we're gonna be able to do this is movie magic. Cut a bunch. Uh-huh. No, <laughs> you're gonna watch this man, not beautifully, not perfectly but really get through these fights through this hallway. He's getting through this hallway one way or the other. Yep. And he does. And it's fuck and just watch it. Yeah, it's it's a it's just a wide shot of just him kicking ass and then Daredevil replicated it and a couple times. Uh I think the first and second were the best renditions of it. And uh, I just it really is a a magical feeling of just watching a character just go through it. Because then it feels it's it's weird how much it still has your attention, even though it's not so close. And don't get me wrong, there's close up fights that I love. I love like sometimes like the wind up like um, uh, there uh, a really good fight in my opinion was Thanos versus. I'm talking a lot about Marvel, but it's a lot of the fighting movies I've watched, um, recently. Thanos versus Iron Man. One of the big things is when he was fighting, uh, they would snap to say his feet. He would uh, dash forward go down and then it would zoom in on his feet as they locked into the ground because he had armor and technology that I guess you wouldn't assume a body can do. You don't know what the body can do, uh, what this Iron Man body can do. So they had to show the technology of him landing his feet, creating anchors that would anchor to the ground, him creating a rocket in his hand to punch forward. And it felt fast and it was cut quickly. It was like cut, cut, cut. But it felt impacted. It yeah. felt heavy. Well, one really nice thing is if you you can watch them, and this is nothing against. There's, uh, I think, I think stunt stunt actors and stunt coordinators don't get enough shine because, especially in the Marvel stuff that we all watch, in these big blockbusters that we watch with crazy action scenes, not even fighting stuff yeah. necessarily, but crazy action moments. Uh, we we. Do because it's necessary. Believe that the actor that that character is doing all of it, so the actor's doing all of it. Yeah, of course, they are not. No, <laughs> and there's a phenomenal team of people mm-hmm. in the background that are coming up with these f- amazing fights. Yeah, and they are putting their bodies literally on the line in many, many cases. Yeah, to do some of the most amazing stunts you could ever see. Yeah, and it uh, it's a little bit crazy. This is a diatribe that's not really about anime, but. They don't get their due. Mm. Often, <coughs> when it comes to 
awards and stuff. I'm not a big awards show guy myself. I don't really care about the award shows. But I understand the importance of them in in movies and in television. Mm-hmm. And when was the last time you saw an award show say, and the award for best stunt coordinator <laughs> goes to yeah, the award for best stunt artist yeah. who could have died yeah. because the bull got free. Yep. Never. Never. Nope. <clears throat> Those people deserve a ton of shine because without them, your favorite stunt sequence, which is probably your favorite part of the film, yeah, doesn't exist. Nope. We always talk about the lightsaber duels in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So talk about the people who made those lightsaber duels. George yeah. Lucas didn't do it. No. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. No, yeah. It. Well, I uh, I actually just wanted to jump off that too. And it's if if rewarded now, like there's one thing as well to to say, like you know they they're not given their due due diligence and stuff. But it's also to create a positive spin on it is like if we were to give more focus and more attention and, and more reward or more um. And not like funding, but you know, like just in general, more love to those teams and and to that side of the the movies. There'd be a couple things would come from that. One, more people would go into that field, which is always a bonus. Two, the people that are working on it would then feel better working on it, creating better work. There's nothing creates better work than when you're fucking crushing it. The biggest thing. Okay. Because I think the people that do it love it so much. Oh, yeah. They can't not love it. Because <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. They could die. There's like bodily injury and death is possible. Yep. So they love love what they're doing so much. I think if we gave it more shine, then the studios that tell them to do the movie, television show, video game in mocap suits for them. Yeah will understand I'm going to give them more than three weeks to come up with this <laughs> yeah. and do the rehearsals for it and all of that. Yep. I think it would help them in a situation of making sure that they are more safe mm-hmm. in what they're doing. Very much so, yeah. Uh, they deserve a ton of credit. But, uh, yeah, this is what I was going to say. More, more back to what you were talking about with the fight with Thanos and Iron Man. One of the reasons why it's so impactful is quick cuts, yes. But what uh, one thing I remember is it shows the thruster yeah, for him about the punch. We see the punch hit, and it's not a wide on Thanos. But we see the punch hit. We let it land. And then the cut is to show the damage and pain. Oh, The problem with some of the stuff is... You see a flurry of hits land, but there's it doesn't it, it it cuts the moment the fist hits somebody's ribs, so we don't see how hard it hit. We don't see the reaction mm. from the ribs, and we don't see the reaction from the person. We immediately go to the kick now, and then we immediately go to the grab, and then Got we immediately it. go. So you never see if you never see the reaction and you never see the damage that it it caused, mm-hmm. then it was a play punch. Yeah. In our brains. Like, yeah. W- or we'd have to imagine maybe that hurt a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, so and quick cuts are fine as long as they give us a, an understanding of the story. 
The yeah. story still has to be told. It can't just be a cool fight sequence. Yeah, there, there, when, and, and also like when we're referring to story, I think uh, w- when you say story in a fight, one of the big things, like so a really good example, I'm going to give like two examples of storytelling through fights that I think uh, can also give maybe insight in what we mean when we're like story. Not like the character is angry and he is yelling when he's fighting. That's not what we mean. So uh, two examples. One, uh, Naruto. So, uh, one of the, uh, one of the fights that I'm trying to think of like a good example of it, um, it's Sasuke versus Orochimaru in the forest. If anyone remembers this one, this is not even Shippuden. This is old Naruto. Uh, one of the things he, he duped it out with Orochimaru, but in the fight, uh, in the fight, I don't remember him really going too hard hand to hand directly right in front of him. When he was fighting him, there was a bit where he had to, almost resort to trickery to try to uh, beat his opponent. Thus allowing the viewer to see Sasuke recognized he was not as good of a fighter as Orochimaru. If it came to a blow for blow, he was probably not going to make it on this one. He had to come up with many other things to trick Orochimaru to try to level the playing field. And he did. In the fights, I think he was like fighting, and he wasn't actually fighting. He was wrapping him in string. And then, and then it was revealed to him that he was actually doing that whole bit, leveling the playing field and not, not just coming to rely on his own ability to swing. Because, yeah, that's something that he expected himself to be able to do, but as a fighter or storytelling-wise, he knew that if it wasn't for the string or it wasn't for his little ninja tools, Orochimaru probably would have bodied him in that forest and then eaten the rest of them. So that was something story-wise, Sasuke and Orochimaru that you had to gather from the fight and not them being like, now notice Sasuke has string. They're not going to, like, you don't tell us, just show us. Yeah, and we learn it through those those showings. Exactly, and yeah. That is a big part of the impact of fights for us, I believe. <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. Is the story is still the, should still be the main showcase. Yeah. The fight is just the lines. The punches yeah. thrown are the lines. Instead of you saying words, because the fight has come... You're fighting because you can no longer talk about the situation. Mm. That's why you fight each other. Yeah, That's why you fight each other in real life. We're done talking. Now we punch. Yeah. So if the if the punches and the kicks and the, the sword swipes and all that are the lines... Now you need to have an intention behind them and why they're doing those specific things. In your instance, uh, one fighter understood that they could not win in a battle of actual blows. Mm -hmm. So their lines are going to be them coming up with a different tactic. Mm. The, The subtext of every line they use, if they were using words, the subtext of those lines are, uh, um, uh, uh, quizzical the subtext of those lines is i'm baiting your time right now Mm -hmm. because of these different things i'm doing in the background yeah it's not just big guys punching each other (laughs) it's two people that have an intention and a reason for this fight to happen and this doesn't always happen sometimes it's just they want a spectacle of a fight yeah but even in those in those times, you have to figure out why somebody's punching. And part of the story, a big part of the story, is the the hits landing. Mm. Seeing somebody's reaction to it and that sustaining through the fight. You can make the choice. If you get hit in a specific part of the body, 
now that informs how you you get hit in the shoulder of your left arm. Yep. And we've built it up. The camera showed that that was a big punch that you almost got hit in the face by, but it hit your clavicle. Mm -hmm. If you keep that intention going forward and now your left hook is is labored is dragging because yeah. of it then we understand how much that hurt and mm. that's part of the line that's part of the story so everything in the fight is there for a reason uh, that's why some fights when they're good they're so good <laughs> yeah. because nobody yeah. said a word but you understand everything mm. yeah yeah i really love stage combat bro. yeah it's one of my favorite <laughs> yeah i do i uh i think anime fights are uh just some of the dopest feelings. Yeah, and I think we talked about it a little bit ago, like a week or two ago, where anime, because of how hard it is to create the medium, it's not just a camera pointed at somebody, and not that it's super easy to make a film, mm. but you have to plan it out so well because somebody's going to draw it 7,000 times. Yeah. If you're going to do a fight, you have to plan it out for every every hit to matter and every hit to tell that story. Yeah. So I think anime is in a great position for its fights to be amazing. Because hmm. you can't just say, all right, you guys, uh, you punch each other for a while. You're going to block, you're going to block, you're going to kick, you're going to block, you're going to block. Because <laughs> yeah. now, if imagine, say, you say that to two people. Okay, our fight can be lackluster. Who cares? We're just filming it. Yeah. We get a few shots, we get some in-cuts on each of you, we get a wide, we get a, a mid-close-up for both. Imagine walking up to a dude, a group, a team of people that's about to draw it. And you go, all right, have them punch each other for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and it, that'll be the fight, and then we move on. Yeah. That person's like, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Just have them punch each other for a little bit? We yeah. have to draw it for the next month and a half, that mm -hmm. fight. We need direction on who's doing what, why are they doing that, how much gravity are we giving this attack? So I actually, so I have a bit of a, I have a bit of a gripe that I want to point out that I, I, I want people to avoid, and I think anime has definitely there's there's times where it does it, and it's it's starting to drive me up a wall. So when I was younger, uh, Dragon Ball, my first episode that I ever watched, Dragon Ball Z, was. Uh, Kid Buu uh, I think Goku for Super Saiyan 3 versus Kid Buu and in that fight they were doing the thing I hated they were doing the I don't know how to explain it and it would be easier if I had a term for it it's like when the anime does this a lot now is when you you say the characters are punching at each other so hard and fast that they no longer animate them punching. They just kind of animate they just draw the person's shoulder forward and then the arm is like moving so fast you see almost image like mirages of of like six different things because the arm is moving so fast it's like and so it's like them it's just kind of like flashes of of arms in between each other yes so they did that for a bit didn't care for it but whatever it was only for a little bit it was just show like that they're just throwing blows but looking back at it some uh, because this was a fighting anime. I mean, it has stuff around it, but a lot of the stuff is going to revolve around the fighting. The character wants to fight. That's almost the entire premise of the character. So fighting is going to be a big part of it. And so studying other fighting anime is only natural. One of the biggest things about Dragon Ball Z was fighting. Uh, 
But looking at each fight, why they were famous was not because they had the fastest moving pew, pew, pew punches. Each, like you said, move was different. Looking at the Frieza fight, it was both characters fighting, learning, and meeting each other for the first time. Frieza had never sensed Ki before. And so Goku would then use that to fight to his advantage because uh, it felt like Frieza had a lot more key and a lot more deadly intent than him. And the battle and then continued and got worse. Cell, when he fought him as Super Saiyan, Goku versus Cell, it became fast, but then you realize the speed had increased, but they still used a really nice way of, of not just going like punch, 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 kick, 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 punch, punch. It was this dope feeling of them dashing at each other so fast because they're. it's almost like... Um, uh, uh, Mexican standoff. You're sitting there, you know, you're looking at each other. They're not attacking each other yet. And then it shows them, they go for blow. And the only time that you can see them is because they've stood still that the the swings they've given so hard is that the only thing they can do is block each other. And then that, and then they go right back to speed because it showed like, boom, they hit each other. You had to stop because it was so hard and then go back to speed. And then uh, the, the kid boost thing was when he was super saiyan one and he was, uh, uh, right before he went Super Saiyan three, whatever that was the best part of the fight was he was uh, he was like throwing key. Kid Buu would dodge it. Kid Buu threw a thing. He would dodge it, and then they would like throw hands. And the way the fight was made was decisions were made and characters made decisions instead of this weird fast thing. That uh, a really big example is uh, what's the uh, Sword Art Online does a lot now too. Is they just kind of do like the sword is moving really fast because I'm swinging so fast. Yeah, and you just see the, the sparks or yeah, whatever you just of see sparks. something was touching. And, and it's, we hear ching, ching, ching. That's fine for a bit of the fight. Like, you know, you're, you're, you're doing boom, 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 and then all of a sudden everything goes really, really fast because you guys are swinging and then go back to normal stuff because I don't want to see just pew, 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 pew. So it's, it's interesting you bring this up. I, I, I was trying to find their names really quickly. It's very difficult because if you type anything with anime and fighting and styles in Google... Oh, no. There's a billion listicles. These are the best fights in anime. <laughs> so I don't have the names on me right now. There are two. There's pretty much two styles of fighting animation in anime today. Really? Okay. And they derive from these two these two animators. The The one worked on DBZ. Okay. Or the one worked on Dragon Ball. Fuck yeah. And the style that Dragon Ball uses is derives from him. And you, a huge inspiration for Naruto fights is the other guy. What? And if you watch Naruto and Dragon Ball fights specifically, don't like doesn't the, well the story matters, sure. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. if you're just looking at it specifically from a fighting standpoint, mm -hmm. they can't be any further apart. Uh, the way that Dragon Ball and the the person, I am sorry that I don't have their names. The way that that animation style for fighting is, is a lot of tableaus, and it's exactly what you were saying. It's not just that their hands are moving really fast. It is this moment, and even though there are speed lines, it's a moment showing them connecting. Yeah. That is the whole style. It is amazing poses. They will just be stopped in a pose, and that pose gives the story of their fighting prowess and the amount of inertia between the two. Duh, that's you see dope. the You see them connect in a pose, and then stuff happens and then you see them connect in a pose. Yeah. And that is how they build their fights. Mm. It is very static and it is very powerful. Mm -hmm. <coughs> the other animation style is what you see a lot of in Naruto and it is fluid movements. You see the arm 
doing the movement of the attack. Yeah. You see them dashing forward and their body shifting as they get the weight to make their kick go into the other person. Yeah. And that person fluidly goes for a block. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It doesn't show that static stone power, that undeniable we are the two strongest beings in the universe. Yeah. It doesn't show that, but it shows because Naruto wants to be more about the uh, intelligence of the fights. Ah. It gives that fluid idea. And when you watch when you watch Dragon Ball, you see that in every frame of every fight when they get to that moment of hitting each other, you see every muscle, you see every fold in all of their clothes. You see every part of their face, you see all of their hair, and when you pause Naruto in any moment, it still is wipes, and you see a much, I don't want to say dumbed down, that's that's a bad thing to say, if you, in in the Naruto fights, it's, it's as if you turned the shaders down in your video game, so that your PC could run it faster. Oh, okay. They want to show those fluid movements, so Mm -hmm. they don't care as much about the clothing being highly rendered in the moment and all the muscles showing that's not what matters yeah. what matters is the movement and fighting style yeah so anime at one point broke into those two types of creating <laughs> that's so sick fights. to think of and sometimes there there's going to be very lazy things where it's just yeah. something happened they fought one's dead yeah yep but when you look at the great anime fight scenes you can pretty much pull them back to those two. Oh, now that's like forever going to be in my head. I'm going to be like, I wonder which style this has been derived from. Yeah. And oh, that's Many sick. of the people who are involved with these shows and involved with the fights in anime will harken back to those two. And sometimes they cross over. Of course, Because yeah. it's based on what the show is trying to tell. Mm-hmm. Damn, that's sick. So yeah, you can, if you put put your favorite DBZ fight on, and then put your favorite Naruto fight on. Yeah. And you can clearly see the difference in styles. And they don't, it's not that one's better than the other. It's just the point of their style of fighting is showing a different, it's showing a different way to get to the end goal of everyone here is an amazing fighter and they're phenomenally strong. Yeah. Just different styles. Mm. But they're, it's so cool. To look at the two. Huh. I it make it makes me want to give homework of like go find my favorite fights in certain animes and try to see if I can find where where the animator and even if that animator tried to do like a combo of both, which one do you think like I maybe just studying it without like researching it, trying to find like this looks more fluid. Maybe this is the intention, and it doesn't have too much detail in it. Maybe the intention is more from this tree of anime f- of uh, fighting, whereas this one, the connection looks hard and intense. Like I would say, um, Afro Samurai uh, was it pretty, it, really heavily about when they connected and hit, and it felt like um, there were really big moments of once the blades hit and then met. They almost looked at each other, and there was, like, moments in between. So I would say that that one has more of the DBZ feeling to it, whereas um, I'm trying to think of other anime. I guess um, Sword Art would be more fluid. They seemed faster. I feel like they were not really about... Because especially the first season of Sword Art was Kirito losing his fucking mind in boss fights. Faster, faster, faster. 
There was never really moments where he stopped and it was a gorgeous detailed with, with you know, the ground cracking below them and stuff. So I would, um, I would say my hero is probably more with the connectivity of fights, whereas fluidity. Um, Maybe they're actually, no, I'd possibly. go a little bit of both because different heroes fight differently. Yeah, but I think the, the style, unless they're completely changing it for the one fight or a couple fights, then this this overarching style of the anime itself would have a a chosen way to do their fighting. Yeah. Yeah. I think one of the best fights in all of uh, My Hero is still Midoriya versus Shoto. I think that fight was one of the most like power, connectivity, and explosive feeling to it. Um. But uh, but he, uh, I was going to say, we went off a bit of a tangent, but I, I think it still was definitely related to fighting, especially because of this anime. Uh, but I think I am going to go into the Tejas topics. Get in there. It was quite a bit off what this anime's fighting was. Yeah, I just got excited, though. And I feel like, you know, if you, if you like anime, you probably like fighting anime. And, you know, you probably enjoy their conversation. Um, so I actually, I wrote a question, but I came up with an even better Tejas topic right at the beginning of this episode. So I'm just going to read what I wrote and then try to expand on it. When you are reborn into these worlds in isekais or what have you, and your brain remains, you're the same dude, but you gained a new body. Does your brain continue or does it start to deteriorate? I mean, you were given a new brain, right? Yeah, you you have you you have this baby brain, but in the animes, they have this idea that the the mentality of this full grown man is still in there, and so I liked it because uh, what did they say? Uh, brains would like even if you had like ability to regenerate or whatever, your your brain's mentality or your your mental state would deteriorate. I believe I, I learned something like you. There's only so many years that a brain can keep going. I think it was like your body dies faster than your brain. But at some point, your brain starts to go. And I wonder, like, how, like, do you think there could be some form of deterioration in these stories? Or I, I feel like, of course, they didn't think about it. But it's just fun to assume in this world, isekai-wise, yeah, the God brought you into another world. But what if your mentality, like, ment- you've lived an entire life. You were 90-something. You have the brain of a 90-year-old. Now you're two. You're like, fuck, dude, and now you're hitting, uh, f- uh, I'd say 40, dude, you're old as shit. Your brain's like, dude, I can't, fuck, I can't do this much anymore. But if it was a new brain. Yeah, so then I guess it would go into. your intelligence in, in it and your thoughts in it. Yeah, because it has all the cells of a new child brain. It's, it's completely, it's yeah. fresh. Because the reason why we age is everything has cell regeneration. There's a difference between us and lobsters. We get a lot about crustaceans in this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Lobsters, we, I think we still don't know if they die. Because <laughs> we know for a fact they can live for an extremely long time. Okay. And we've never seen a lobster dead of old age. It's kind of hard to see one dead of old age, but we've never seen one die of old age. But we've seen some that are unbelievably old. The reason why they live so long is because, what is the, sa- what is the amount of time? Every X amount of months. All of your cells have regenerated. You have a whole new body of cells. When I was a younger, I learned seven years. It was seven years? Yeah, I could be wrong, but that's my number. So the reason why we age is those cells don't regenerate at 100% efficiency. They don't become 
a hundred percent of what the previous cell was. Oh. We humans regenerate at something like ninety-seven percent efficiency, ninety-nine. It's in the nineties, but not a hundred percent efficiency. So the cells are deteriorating constantly as they shed, and you, you get a new cell in its place. It is a worse cell. That is us aging. Damn. Lobsters seems like they their cells are pretty efficient. <laughs> Not 100%. It's like 99.999. They, they, they crush it. Yeah. So if you had... I guess I don't know enough about the brain. I know your brain stops growing. I don't know if that's the right word for it. In the early, mid-20s. Okay. Which is a big thing about smoking and alcohol and stuff because that inhibits brain function. So it, the idea is it would inhibit the uh, the brain's ability to fully develop the earlier you're drinking. Oh, okay. And the earlier you're smoking and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know if you'd have less synapses. Maybe you'd be, you would have all the information because our brains are the strongest hard drives in the universe. Way better than any SSD card we have ever made. <laughs> Maybe the baby's brain, it will have all of your intelligence in it. Yeah. Maybe it's hard to categorize and find it. So you'd yeah. be a little bit stupider, but as you get older, you would be, you know, when you unlock a core memory. Yeah. And you're, oh, when I was four, <laughs> yeah. a Cheeto got stuck in my nose. <laughs> Holy cow, I forgot all about that. Yeah. Maybe you would live a life of that happening. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I just remembered this thing from my past life. But I bet the brain would be fine. Okay. You'd be able to go another 90 okay. of cell regeneration. I guess I thought it was like, I honestly thought like the life expectancy of a brain's uh, cognitive ability was like 140. I don't know where I got that number. But 140 was like the brain was like, dude, I'm tagging out. This is a lot of people's brains and their cognitive function has gone a lot earlier. Yeah, that's true. Maybe that is a the best case scenario. Yeah, yeah. But so it's just kind of just a kind of fun concept to think of, like going into an isekai. It's like it's like you lived a beautiful life. To this old man, you lived a gorgeous life. I'm going to give you a second chance. You go back in. He still has dementia. Yeah. Just Dang. lost it. And as a baby, they're like, "What's going on with this baby?" It's he's acting they're, like a 90 year old man. Yeah, I found out. Basically, just recently, that uh, there's a I forget what the it was a long word. It was a science term. Shit. Right? So I, I I will not recall it right now. Okay. But when when some people very late on in life will get uh, it's almost a specified dementia that is in the prefrontal cortex is mm-hmm. in your frontal lobe, and your frontal lobe is where you think things through and stuff about mm, personality a bit and are analytical. And it also, I'm not going to run out into the middle of the street and scream uh, obscenities and stuff because I understand the world around me. Got it. You specifically get kind of dementia in that part of your brain. So you start to run off baser instincts. And these old, these old... Dudes, a lot of times, they lose that filter, and now they're just obscenely sexual about everything. Huh. So they sit there and be like, look at them titties. 
and wow. talk about all these things that are because their lizard brain is just saying, I got to get down on stuff <laughs> right now. Your lizard brain. <laughs> yeah, I learned about that recently. Damn. Yeah, it's, a pretty, it's a pretty rough thing because yeah. they don't, there's there's no part of their brain that says, we have, we have an on and off switch. Mm. This is not something that I should do. We're animals. Yeah. So we all do think that. Yeah. But they lose the ability to say, as a member of society, I don't act upon these carnal ideas. Mm. Damn, that sucks. Yeah. The bird br- brains. Brains are weird. Here's the thing. We talked a little bit a little bit ago about when you notice something, now you always notice it. Yeah. Our brains are us. We, th- we talk about hearts and stuff. My heart stopped pumping, I would die. Yeah. All of us is a brain. When you're like, oh, why did I do that? Because you did your brain did it. Yeah. I think a lot of us, I do it too. Yeah. Think of ourselves and our brain as two different things. Mm-hmm. Why is my brain thinking that? What are you talking about? Why? you? What do you mean, why is your brain thinking? Now your brain is thinking. It's weird. My brain thinks that I am and my brain are two different things. My brain has decided that. Yeah. It's such a weird concept. The brain is everything <laughs> for us. Yeah. Our entire being is our brain. We are just meat puppets, and the brain is 100% the puppeteer. Yeah. And it does live longer than us. When our heart stops, our brain is still going. So we're going to actively know that we're dying. Well, that's Unless our brain explodes. Shit. God damn. But then our body will keep going for a bit. You're going to see in my will when I'm old as shit, and they're going to be like, we he, uh, he uh, doctor pull the plug okay well here it says crush his skull yeah first. it says crush his skull first <laughs> so he doesn't um, want to know yeah and uh, but then there's also a little caveat on the bottom so um to my wife and children you may leave the room why uh because we're gonna have uh nurse thick thighs come in oh dude i was about to say i thought, I thought you were going down the road of justin is walking down the hospital hallway dragging the sledgehammer damn dude it's kind of like that scene from <laughs> dude what bro come on it's kind of like that scene from inglorious bastards coming out with the bat yeah dude. it's like everybody leave the room yeah dude. <laughs> put up some plastic all over the place <laughs> oh that's very that's very uh uh appreciative of the hospital yeah yeah no screw it Take it down. I want the blood. Dude, I want the brain matter all over the place. The little fucking, the tape walls are everywhere. You're like, thank you for doing this. But you take it down. You're like, I want the blood everywhere, please. I want you guys to have to clean it up by hand. Yep. No gloves. Nope. I burn all the gloves. Yep. (laughs) Damn. I also just walk out as fast as I can. Yeah, dude, you just murdered someone. Get the fuck out of there. It was in your will. (laughs) You're going to get into the JTs? Are we done with the... Yeah. I mean, we're, uh, I was just kind of talking brain functions, so... Yeah, but brains are weird. Yeah. Brains are cool, but brains are weird. All right. Mine, I thought you were going to go down a similar road as mine. Okay. When you started going into it. It's not, though. Damn. This this premise, because dude, isek, it doesn't even isekai, because goes into the his own world. He's, he's rebirthed into his own world. Yes. It reminds me of Undercover Boss. You ever <laughs> watch that show? Yeah. The, the reason why it reminds me of Undercover Boss is this dude is pretty much the god of this world. Mm-hmm. Because of him, 
kingdoms have been created the way they are and the people live the way that they do. So when he is rebirthed into it, not in a position of power like that, kind of the CEO showing up at the nearest Burger King and working the line. Yep. He knows the power <laughs> that he has. Yeah. Right. So how do you not just pull the strings in your favor? <laughs> It's like, this dude, he, he doesn't have the powers anymore. Yeah, well, kind of does. He blew, he disintegrated a dragon. Yep. At what point is it, I became the best swordswoman of my own volition and sheer persistence and will? Or, I, come on, I was the god. <laughs> so I mean I persisted pretty well and I had a strong will but I could float I could float a month after being born because of my magical aura yeah yeah that's true yeah just like the CEO is in there flipping burgers and the manager's mean to him <laughs> and he goes we're gonna have a talk I'm actually the CEO <laughs> like we're you couldn't get ta- spoken down to by a manager one time I understand you were the CEO, but thicken up the skin, dog. This is how we live our lives. <laughs> the, the manager doubles down. <laughs> Dude, do you watch much Undercover Boss? No. Sometimes like, they do. Really? Yeah. What? Oh, there was one, and the dude brings him out because he's being very mean to everybody on the line. It was a fast food joint. Okay. He's being very rude. Like, you can just leave if you don't like the job that you're doing. You need to do this. He's being very mean. Dude brings him out. By the way, I am the CEO. Man, you can't be talking to people like that. Guy goes, hey, if I don't talk like that, they ain't going to do nothing. (laughs) All right? (laughs) He's like, you don't know. I've only been here for two weeks. He says something along those lines. I've only been here for a few weeks. You're you're talking to them like that? Yep. (laughs) I need them to respect me. If they disrespect me, they got a line. It's like, bruh. Dude, no. Yeah, oh, he was gone the next day. <laughs> yeah, CEO, CEO, dude. CEO said, shut it all down right now. Fuck, So they dude. shut the store down that night. Dude. Like, tomorrow we're doing training. Steve's gone. Yeah. I've only been here a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, but he got shafted. It was bad. You know, you know, he was yelling at him, and the guy was like, "I'm actually the CEO." He was like, "Fuck, I can't take back all the shit I said." I wouldn't. <laughs> I see the camera in front of me. You gotta stand my ground now. <laughs> yeah, I can't go down like a mom ain't raising no bitch. Yeah, let's go. You know what, CEO? You suck at flipping burgers. Let's fucking. You go. know what? I think it was. I think it was rallies. I think it was <gasps> rallies. Really? Okay. Yeah. I would 100. percent You know what? Actually. <laughs> Actually, bro, <laughs> rally sucks, dog. <laughs> yeah. This is the worst. This is the worst fast food chain. Yeah, I got some changes I'd make. You know, CEO's I've been like trying cool. to get in McDonald's. They said no to me seven times. You said yes day one. <laughs> what does that say about you, yeah, dude? I'm the riffraff of Mickey D's. Low standards of the low standards. Yeah. Damn. But that's that's just what I when when I saw the description of this where the dude was. Pretty much the end all be all. Yeah. Even that the goddess was a creation of his, it seemed like. Yeah. When he comes back and the idea is a knight's tale, I'm kind of lowborn. I'm not supposed to be able to be a knight, but I'm going to push forth and change my stars mm-hmm. no matter what. Mm-hmm. 
God, but you were, you you are the God. <laughs> yeah, you of this place. Yeah, it's like um, I saw a recent, uh, I think it was like a TikTok of Naruto. Someone was explaining. Uh, they were like, the point of was at the beginning of Naruto. They were like, look, he was this. Uh, riff raff. He had nothing to his name. Didn't know how to fight, but he he worked his way up and started from zero, and now he's here. But they're like, if you actually look at it, he was the son of one of the most powerful men to ever exist. Uh, the the son of one of the most powerful Jinjurikis who held and then gave to him the most powerful Jinjuriki. This man was not given nothing. He was given a lot. And so then, now looking at him, he's like, he's like, I will start from from nothing. And it's like, I will. You're not. Let's. But I, I, I will say he, he did kind of. Like, I was gonna say he's he the even only admits one. Who, he even yeah, he even admits he's like, I could, I could just fucking slay this, but I'm not gonna. I'm gonna. And I think the show is probably going to be. I hopefully they stick to that theme where he's like, yeah, I could just crush this any obstacle in my way because I am a god, but that's not. Why I'm being reincarnated. I'm being reincarnated because I fucking love sword fighting. So that's really what I'm going to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's kind of you you went to you went to Hollywood video. You thought you were getting. Devil May Cry. Because mm-hmm. it looked like it. It looked like a Devil May Cry game. Yep. But what you got was Age of Empires. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you made a you made your empire. You were really good at it. Yep. But then you went back to Hollywood video <laughs> and you picked up Devil May Cry. You're like, I'm going to be the greatest swordsman of all time now. Yeah, dude. Let's bring it back. This is what I wanted. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. That is true. <laughs> Hollywood video. For me, it was Blockbuster. Yep. We had both of them. Did you? We had a Blockbuster and a Hollywood video. Okay. Hollywood video lasted longer, I'm assuming. I feel like I saw Hollywood video near your place. Huh? Uh, a while ago, right? It, it went out of business. Oh, I was talking about my hometown. Oh, my bad. Sorry, I thought you were talking about. Well, there was one. There near... was a. There was a mom and pop. <laughs> there was a. Oh, there was a mom and pop. It was not. A, is that DVD store? Oh no, never mind. Then I thought that was a. I thought that's near what me. that was. No, that was not. I mean, it was pretty much a Hollywood video, but yeah, but it was. It was Stanley's video or something like that. Oh, okay. My bad then. Sorry. I, I, I only knew of Blockbuster and any other. I don't think there was even a fucking video store in my hometown that wasn't Blockbuster. Because then it was everyone just like, if you're going to get movies, you go to the mall. Or um, I, fucking, I don't know. There, there was a record store, I think, that also kind of sold DVDs. Nice. Yeah. It was yeah, Slim Pickens in my hometown. We had the Blockbuster just had games... Also, as part of Blockbuster, yeah, my Blockbuster had games, and then the Hollywood Video had a separate room. Damn, that was a different company name. It was kind of a this Pizza Hut's a KFC situation. <laughs> oh no, shit. Okay, yeah, yeah. I saw. Um, I just saw a couple pictures of because like, it was like one of those things of like, real quick. Uh, let's transport you back to the '90s, and it just like showed pictures of old old things people remember. And one was like, like a couple of pictures of blockbusters, and it was weird to see their layout because my blockbusters layout was not that. So I was like, "What the fuck?" Like uh, mine was just one giant square. It was one. It was like a uh, it was a uh, outlet mall, and 
it was this big ass square. Which the funniest part was the D, the video games were front and center. It was the first thing you saw when you walked in. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. You had to walk through the first was the Wii, so you had to go one aisle in, and then you were at PlayStation and Xbox. See, ours was video games were. It seems as though they were loathed. Oh no! You would go in, and this one's the blockbuster. Okay. So the video games are just part of it. Okay. So Hollywood Video had that other thing. You'd walk in. All the movies are on white shelves, mm-hmm. and then the big movies are on the walls because they're that's much easier to see. Yeah. So there's the shelves in the center, and then the the new releases mm-hmm. are all on the walls. And then when you, you walked in the door, you turned left through the candy. All the games were on these. It, it, was, it was as if somebody took a chain link fence and bent it <laughs> into a shelf. I, was it black? Yes. Yeah. That's what, that's what all the games were on. Yeah. It, it felt like you were in prison. When you were looking at the games, everything else was so nice. Real shelves. And they're like, oh, these video game things? Yeah. Nah. That's terrible. Yeah. But they also, I looked at the box of Leisure Suit Larry every time. Oh, yeah. I was always like, dude, the day when I'm old enough and and I can get this by myself. Yeah, dude. Never did, but... Yeah, I thought about it. The uh, the game that I first uh, the first ever had uh, anything sexy for me was uh, the game was Dark Watch, and it was like this weird shooter. You're a vampire cowboy, and it was apparently a little cult following. People like it, uh, but there was a bit where because it, it was it played with good and evil, and there was like a hot angel, and then there was a hot devil, and uh, if you choose good, she just helps you save the west and you're like all right cool that's cool let's ride off together we're having a good time but if you you choose evil you guys have sex on top of a church jeez (laughs) dude Dude, see i just played dino crisis (laughs) and i was like i can't let her die she's hot that's all i can think yeah dude. i can't let it but i also didn't want to kill the dinosaurs because i love dinosaurs dude i hate i'm not even a huge dinosaur dude but i hated playing dino crisis at least the one for xbox um dino crisis because it was it was very brutal killing the dinosaurs. I was like, I don't want to. I don't want to do this anymore. There's a new game coming out. Is it kind of dinoy? It's all dinoy. Oh fuck! And you can't. You're just a bloke. <laughs> you're just a dude. You're not killing the dinosaur. You're. It's a horror game, and you're trying is to that survive. The, is that the asymmetrical one? No. Oh, it's okay. just a. It's just a single player game. God. You're running. You're just trying to make it to different buildings while velociraptors are chasing you through the forest. God. Yeah. You have like flares and stuff. <gasps> Toss it. <laughs> you get into a. You get into a locker. This this part threw me off. Dude gets in a locker and he's looking out. Standard video game horror stuff. Yeah. Velociraptors walking by. I was like, "There's no shot. <laughs> There's no shot." <laughs> that Velociraptor knows you there. <laughs> well, actually, it was probably a Dinonychus. It was either a Dinonychus or a Utah Raptor because it was okay. huge. Oh, okay. It would know. <laughs> it would know. Well, I liked that because I, I think they pretty much said, "You're not killing dinosaurs in this." By the way, you're Got just it. a person. Yeah. You don't find guns. You just need to survive. Yeah. Solve puzzles. Run from dinosaurs. Yep. Maybe you. Maybe you pet some cute ones. No, I don't think that that's how it's going to go. And then you befriend a Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I still remember still remember that fucking game that was was supposed to be Xbox exclusive. That was like the thing that they were going to compete with at PlayStation. Everyone was like, yo, that guy just ride a T-Rex to fight a dragon? That's fucking sick. 
there was like a there, there was like a release that it never came it never came to fruition. They came. You're talking the about the Platinum Games game about dragons. Yeah, he wrote a dragon. He was <laughs> was he was it a dragon versus a dragon? I thought a T Rex was in there. He he was like part dragon. He had a dragon arm even. Oh. I don't remember there being a T Rex. I thought it maybe was like there a T-Rex was? versus I thought, a dragon. I thought he just I thought he was with a dragon. Or maybe I'm mixing up two. I think different the name trailers. had a dragon. I think the name of the game had the word dragon in it. Yeah. But I th- hmm. I would like to see a T Rex versus a dragon. I don't don't do that to my T Rex. I think a T Rex No, dude, T Rex would crash crush it, dude. It can't fly or breathe fire. Nah, it's fine. It's dude, a if, real listen, animal. If a Skyrim guard can beat a uh, fucking dragon, then a T Rex is gonna crush it. The Skyrim bears would beat a T Rex, apparently. <laughs> I can hate those things. No, T Rex is the best. I did just watch this. Well, this will be the last thing I say. I did just watch the new Jurassic World movie, Dominion, recently. <sighs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. I believe that'll bring us to an end on this one. Per usual. Thank you guys for joining us. We hope you guys have a great afternoon, morning night wherever you are we'll see you next time clever girl